Chapter Thirty Seven, Seventh Day Adventists and Lawsuits. Opening Church Difficulties to Unbelievers. When troubles arise in the church, we should not go for help to lawyers not of our faith. God does not desire us to open church difficulties before those who do not fear Him. He would not have us depend for help on those who do not obey His requirements. Those who trust in such counselors show that they have not faith in God. By their lack of faith, the Lord is greatly dishonored, and their course works great injury to themselves. In appealing to unbelievers to settle difficulties in the church, they are biting and devouring one another. To be consumed, one of another. Galatians 5:15. These men cast aside the counsel God has given, and do the very things He has bidden them not to do. They show that they have chosen the world as their judge, and in heaven their names are registered as one with unbelievers. Christ is crucified afresh and put to open shame. Let these men know that God does not hear their prayers. They insult His holy name. And he will leave them to the buffetings of Satan, unless they shall see their folly and seek the Lord by confession of their sin. Matters connected with the church are to be kept within its own borders. If a Christian is abused, he is to take it patiently. If defrauded, he is not to appeal to courts of justice. Rather, let him suffer loss and wrong. God will deal with the unworthy church member who defrauds his brother or the cause of God. The Christian need not contend for his rights. God will deal with the one who violates these rights. Vengeance is mine; I will repay, saith the Lord. Romans twelve nineteen. An account is kept of all these matters, and for all the Lord declares that He will avenge. He will bring every work into judgment. Unsafe counselors. The interests of the cause of God are not to be committed to men who have no connection with heaven. Those who are disloyal to God cannot be safe counselors. They have not that wisdom which comes from above. They are not to be trusted to pass judgment in matters connected with God's cause, matters upon which such great results depend. If we follow their judgment, we shall surely be brought into very difficult places, and shall retard the work of God. Those who are not connected with God are connected with the enemy of God, and while they may be honest in the advice they give, they themselves are blinded and deceived. Satan puts suggestions into the mind and words into the mouth that are entirely contrary to the mind and will of God. Thus he works through them to allure us into false paths. He will mislead, entangle, and ruin us if he can. Anciently, it was a great sin for the people of God to give themselves away to the enemy, and open before them either their perplexity or their prosperity. Under the ancient economy, it was a sin to offer sacrifice upon the wrong altar. It was a sin to offer incense kindled by the wrong fire. We are in danger of mingling the sacred and the common. The holy fire from God is to be used in our efforts. The true altar is Christ. The true fire is the Holy Spirit. This is our inspiration. It is only as the Holy Spirit leads and guides a man that he is a safe counselor. If we turn aside from God and from His chosen ones to inquire at strange altars, we shall be answered according to our works. 
Let us show perfect trust in our leader. Let us seek wisdom from the fountain of wisdom. In every perplexing or trying situation, let God's people agree as touching the thing they desire, and let them unite in offering prayer to God, and persevere in asking for the help they need. We are to acknowledge God in all our counsel, and when we ask of Him, we are to believe that we receive the very blessings sought. Undated Manuscript 112 Counsel to a Believer Threatening Lawsuits when you engaged in that lawsuit against R, I said if S has gone so far as to enter into that business, it will be a blot upon his life. I have sorrowed because of your course in this. I know that it is not right and will not in the least relieve the situation for you in any way. It is only a manifestation of that wisdom which is not from above. I was informed that you intended to institute a suit against me on the ground that you had been wronged by the testimonies given in your case. A letter came to me threatening that if I did not acknowledge that I had wronged you, the suit would be entered upon. Now I could hardly believe that you had gone so decidedly on the enemy's ground, knowing my life work as well as you do. All that I have written to you, every word of it, was the truth. I have no retractions to make. I have done only that which I know to be my duty to do. My only motive in publishing the matter was the hope of saving you. I had no thought but of sincere pity and love for your soul. You yourself know that I have great interest for your soul. If anyone shall seek to hinder me in this work by appealing to the law, I shall not abate one jot of the testimonies given. The work in which I am engaged is not my work. It is the work of God which He has given me to do. I did not believe that you would do so terrible a thing as to lift your finite hand against the God of heaven. Whoever shall do this work, let it not be you. I want to say to you, do not extort money from anyone because of words spoken against you or yours. You harm yourself by so doing. If we are looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, we shall be able to pray, Lord, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Jesus did not appeal to the law for redress when he was unjustly accused. When he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he was threatened, he did not retaliate. Letter 38, 1891. The very thing God told them not to do. I have written largely in regard to Christians who believe the truth placing their cases in courts of law to obtain redress. In doing this, they are biting and devouring one another in every sense of the word, to be consumed one of another. They cast aside the inspired counsel God has given, and in the face of the message He gives, they do the very thing He has told them not to do. Such men may as well stop praying to God for he will not hear their prayers. They insult Jehovah, and he will leave them to become the subjects of Satan until they shall see their folly and seek the Lord by confession of their sins. What appeals to the courts reveal? The world and unconverted church members are in sympathy. Some, when God reproves them for wanting their own way, make the world their confidence and bring church matters before the world for decision. 
Then there is collision and strife, and Christ is crucified afresh and put to open shame. Those church members who appeal to the courts of the world show that they have chosen the world as their judge, and their names are registered in heaven as one with unbelievers. How eagerly the world seizes the statements of those who betray sacred trusts. This action of appealing to human courts, never before entered into by Seventh-day Adventists, has now been done. God has permitted this, that you who have been deceived may understand what power is controlling those who have entrusted to them great responsibilities. Where are God's sentinels? Where are the men who will stand shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart, with the truth, present truth for this time, in possession of the heart? Manuscript 64, 1898. The Saints to Judge the World The saints are to judge the world. Then are they to depend upon the world and upon the world's lawyers to settle their difficulties? God does not want them to take their troubles to the subjects of the enemy for decision. Let us have confidence in one another. Manuscript 71, 1903. Lawyers and Laodiceans to lean upon the arm of the law is a disgrace to Christians. Yet this evil has been brought in and cherished among the Lord's chosen people. Worldly principles have been stealthily introduced, until in practice many of our workers are becoming like Laodiceans, half-hearted, because so much dependence is placed on lawyers and legal documents and agreements. Such a condition of things is abhorrent to God. Manuscript 128 1903. A Lawsuit Against the Publishing House Dare any of you, having a matter against another, go to law before the unjust, and not before the saints? Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more the things that pertain to this life? If, then, ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. I speak to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you? No, not one that shall be able to judge between his brethren. But brother goeth to law with brother, and that before the unbelievers. Now, therefore, there is utterly a fault among you, because ye go to law with one another. Why do you not rather take wrong? Why do you not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded? Nay, ye do wrong, and defraud, and that your brethren. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? 1 Corinthians 6, 1-9 When church members have this knowledge, their practice will be of a character to recommend their faith. By a well-ordered life and godly conversation, they will reveal Christ. There will be no lawsuits between neighbors or brothers. I call upon you in the name of Christ to withdraw the suit that you have begun and never bring another into court. God forbids you thus to dishonor his name. You have had great light and many opportunities, and you cannot afford to unite with worldlings and follow their methods. Remember that the Lord will treat you according to the stand that you take in this life. I tell you solemnly that if you take the action which you now purpose to take, you will never recover from the result of it. 
If you open before the world the wrongs that you suppose your brethren have done you, there will be some things that will have to be said on the other side. I have a caution to give you. In regard to the case of those who shared large responsibilities with you in the Review and Herald, and who have turned to be enemies of the work, you will not wish to hear the verdict that shall be passed upon them when the judgment shall sit, and the book shall be opened, and every man shall be judged according to the things written in the books. I want to save you from following a course that would link you up with those who have linked themselves with fallen angels to do all the harm they possibly can to those who love God and who, under great difficulty, are striving to proclaim present truth to the world. The Publishing House Not Blameless Those against whom you bring your charges know that I have not approved of their manner of dealing with you and that I have reproved them for their unfeeling management of your case. There are those who have not acted honorably. They have not done as they would be done by. But because of this, should you, in the face of warnings given, move so manifestly against the instruction given? I beg of you not to cut yourself off from the confidence of your brethren and from taking a part in the publishing work. I would rather share your loss than to have you push this matter through to the injury of your soul, giving Satan an opportunity to present your case before unbelievers in a most ridiculous light and to hold up the office of publication in a disparaging light. God's Cause Injured Take this case out of the lawyer's hands. It seems awful to me to think that you will go directly contrary to the plain word of God and will open to the world your cruel work against God's commandment-keeping people. If this action of yours were to tell only against those who have done injustice, the harm would not be so far-reaching. But can you not see that it will arouse prejudice against God's people as a body? Thus you will bruise and wound Christ in the person of his saints, and cause Satan to exalt, because through you he could work against God's people and against his institutions doing them great harm. Letter 301, 1905.